Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 170 of On the Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. 170, Joe. Wow. Huge. Oh, yeah. Big round uh, numbers. Yeah, big numbers. Big, satisfying numbers, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, we got, we got another episode here. Third week of the Summer Showdown has come and gone. Um, and we, we had some fun action um, with some really uh, really uh, fun games in both regions, honestly. Um, let's kick it off with Apex, since we usually start off with NA. Uh, one of the games I'm talking about started off the week with Chengdu Hunters for Songjo Spark. I don't think either of us knew what to expect going into this match, Joe. We, I, I think I picked Tong Joe, you picked Chengdu. I guess you knew what to expect. <laughs> uh, because the Chengdu Hunters won 3-1. to one. Leaf looked great. Um, Jinmu looked pretty good, too. The, uh, Jinmu's looking pretty good in this meta. Uh, and overall, uh, the Hangzhou Spark, still not looking 100% in this meta. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, they did they did grab a win later in the week against the Valiant. Um, and they have maybe their three toughest matchups out of the way in the Shanghai Dragon Soul Dynasty and Chengdu Hunters. Um, that right there might just be the top three. Uh, in this meta in APAC so they got they got those out of the way um, so if they could just go 2-0 and in this last week against Philly and Guangzhou uh, they could easily make it but uh, that might be tough what do, what do you think about the spark do you think do you think they're better than Philly and Guangzhou who by the way shared a, a match later this week in which Guangzhou won yeah, I, um, I I did do my my picks already for this this coming week. Um, and actually, right now I have Hangzhou going one and one. Uh, mm-hmm. Philly um, just able to sc- to to scrape out the win over Hangzhou um, uh, in this this match for next week. But uh, I, I agree with uh, the Overwatch League pickums that it's going to be a, an exciting one. Um, uh, but yeah, that being said, they they set them up, they did set themselves up nicely uh, this week. Uh, obviously, with the win over LA Valiants, uh, that's the team you, you've you've got to beat basically uh, in this um, in this meta currently. Uh, and yeah, close to to Chengdu. But uh, I think as the the grav bag um, uh, article put it for this uh, particular week, you know it's. Um, <laughs> looking at APAC, we've got the Soul Dynasty, we've got the Shanghai Dragons. Between them, only one map dropped um, um, in this entire stage, and then behind them is just sort of everyone else. Um, but you know, that's what makes that's what makes for interesting Overwatch. Oh yeah, I mean, this is, this has been a, a pretty interesting stage for APAC. Uh, that hung to. <laughs> Hangzhou Philly is going to be great, and then you have Seoul Shanghai right after it, which should be even more fun. Um, so huge week incoming. Uh, but yeah, at Guangzhou Philly I mentioned earlier. Guangzhou, this iteration of the Guangzhou Chargers, they're they're finally competing for a spot in the Summer Showdown. They currently have one, uh, sitting at two and two above the Philly Fusion after beating them, and then they got the and they have the Hunters and the Spark left, as I mentioned. Um, so they could they they are in control of their destiny here. They just got to win uh, one or two here and grab a spot, which is great to see. Uh, I think everyone did have higher expectations once the Guangzhou Charge sort of picked up um, Aprita, Jimmy, some of these uh, leftovers from uh, the Chengdu Hunters, 
and it's working out for him so far you must say uh beating the la valiant and now the philly fusion this is the this is the real win um it's funny how an upset against the philly fusion is never impressive to people still (laughs) um we'll see next week this this one could be more impressive than uh it seems currently that's for sure but uh so far guangzhou's only losses are to the two clear front runners in an apac in the seoul and shanghai dragons so i'm liking this iteration i think i think they got a chance to make the summer showdown um, if they get some get some nice wins here, get Song Joe and, Ch- and Chengdu. Uh, what do you think about this Guangzhou? These Guangzhou additions, Joe. I mean, as a Philly fan, you're not too happy about it, I'm guessing. But yeah, this was it was not a not a fun watch to um, not a fun match to go back and rewatch. Um, but yeah, I mean, Guangzhou right now uh, again still in the hunts technically for um, <laughs> for uh, the, this last. Uh, uh, qualifier spot or two, um, yeah. With with Chengdu and Hangzhou this coming week, I mean, to round out that uh, uh, round robin, it's going to be tough. Uh, I I don't anticipate um, it's it's going to end up uh, going well for the Guangzhou Charge, but um, uh, but, but yeah, some of these the upgrades we've seen, you know, have definitely um, made them made them step up here. I mean, uh, if we think about uh, before this. Um, uh, before this stage, we had the the LA Valiants uh, certainly performing better, uh, I, I believe, uh, overall, and you know, in, maybe even in the standings uh, properly than the Guangzhou Charge in Asia. Um, uh, you know, a little turn of fortunes here. Obviously, lots of factors have changed uh, in the summer showdown, but um, but yeah, I I don't anticipate as we get into this last week qualifiers that it's going to be enough uh, for for Guangzhou to squeak by. But again, there's it's going to be uh, quite the the tiebreaker fest. Yeah, it's it's going to be a fun weekend. That's for sure. It's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, we could easily see Philly. Would this be the one first one Philly misses out on? I, I could see them. I mean, I, I it's going to be hard for me to imagine them beating Seoul. Um, it, it's certainly possible. Yeah, I mean, in, in my pickums right now, I actually sat down and did the math because I was curious. Um, in my pickums right now, uh, yeah, I have Philly doesn't make it despite um, <laughs> despite beating Hangzhou because um, I think they're going to really struggle against the Seoul Dynasty. But yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, it looks most likely that this this top four right now is probably what um, we see being sent forward, maybe. So. Dang, I, I think Chengdu definitely will will make it. I think they got a nice. They they play the Valiant, so we'll grab that one at least. And then I think they should beat Guangzhou. So I think Chengdu makes it. Uh, then it's just all up to that last spot, which <sighs> beats me. Who's going to grab it? Like obviously Guangzhou, Hangzhou is going to be an extremely important match to decide. I, it could be any of these three teams, honestly. But um, yeah, we'll see what's up. Uh, in this upcoming week, uh, all the, it's still known Seoul and Shanghai, just really good. I'm excited to see who wins that matchup. That's for sure. Uh, but let's go to NA, where um, more fun is to be had. That's for sure. The Toronto Defiant looking very dominant. I mean, they only faced the Boston Uprising, who are looking uh, sadder than ever, and we have more news for them later on. Uh, but still sitting up there four and one. Shock and Dallas. Both grab uh, wins against uh, fairly easy teams. It is worth noting that Dallas played Florida. They gave up a map again, of course, because they always do. 
Uh, but Florida really, really trying to, to to break the meta a little bit in that last game, Joe. Uh, as you take a look at their lineup, they still had Junker Queen, but they had some. Uh, I think they're running some. I mean, we saw some Farah throughout the weekend. F- Paris was running it too. I think they had some Farah. They had some um, Ada, some Zen being run, uh, going away from the brig Lucio. Uh, it somewhat works. They played pretty close um, the first two maps, that's for sure, uh, <laughs> against Dallas. And then, you know, Dallas kind of just started dominating again. Uh, but what do you think? Is this? Do you think this breathes any life into um, maybe some teams trying some counter comps here and maybe the meta evolving a little bit, Joe? Or do you think it was just Florida sort of banging their head against the wall or just saying like, or taking a big risk, I guess, and saying this is the only way we could beat Dallas is if we, like we can't match up to them in this specific meta comp. So let's just try something here. Yeah, I I, I tend to lean towards the latter there in in, in that uh, uh, hypothetical you pose, but I this was far and away my, my favorite match of the weekend. Um, because uh, yes, uh, of of how 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 exciting this was, and how you know clearly, again, my assumption is the strategy was you know you're right, we're not gonna we're not gonna take down the Dallas field in you know in hand to hand combat, uh, so we're gonna pull out the Junkrat, we're gonna pull out the Anazen, we're gonna pull out the Farah. Um, you know, even in in one map, I think we saw all of those uh, uh, combinations. Um, and, and see what works. So, you know, we're gonna make make the Dallas field adapt because we know that's not necessarily one of their strong suits. I, I think it's fair to say. Um, uh, and you know, hey, they, they got a map for it. Um, uh, I, although I believe that first control map um, where we saw lots of that kind of stuff uh, on Nepal was uh, ended up going the way of the Dallas field. But um, but I, I I do like that strategy. You know that if you're gonna um, if you're gonna run into something like this, you know it's it's worth um, you know throwing people off and and um, using using what you've got to try to you know squeak out uh, the the kind of advantages that you need. And is uh, the Florida Mayhem gonna have to rely on that next week uh, when they play Paris and New York? I doubt it. Um, uh, but it was it was certainly good to see here. And I know that's my um, that's my uh, match I'll highlight for uh, people to go back and rewatch from this past week. Um, because yeah, it was it was quite something, and of course this match came on just as, uh, just after I had spent some time talking to friends about um, sort of characterizing the the owl meta because they hadn't been watching for a while, and so I said, oh yeah, you know it's like you know ninety plus percent pick rate on Genji Soldier and Junker Queen Brig Lucio, uh, and it's you know super um, super standard and hardly any kind of variation and then we have <laughs> the florida mayhem doing what they did uh just you know minutes after but um but yeah definitely an excellent match as far as you know um you know perspectives of things to come it's hard to say um because obviously we'll have you know patches and stuff before too long too but um it's definitely definitely a, a fun one to watch oh yeah super fun um anything that isn't the standard is just Amazing to see at this point, obviously, whether we're so used to just the, the standard five heroes coming out from everyone. So, yeah, it was fun seeing Florida do this. Uh, wish more people would try it, but obviously it's risky, especially when, you know, you have so many, you have so such a little amount of games to qualify here. One loss makes a huge difference. So, 
I think a lot of a lot of people a little bit were scared uh, to do that. Uh, we had some, uh, some some more fun games throughout this week. Honestly, we have like just a little battle of like these teams who still need to qualify. Um, we had Vancouver beating Washington three to two. Lots of five mappers. Um, we had Washington then beating London and sort of clinching. I, yeah, they have clinched a spot in the summer showdown despite their their implosion this stage. Didn't matter. They are here. They're going to Toronto. Um, they beat London. And London had a rough week going 0-2, by the way. Lost to Atlanta as well. And then uh, we had uh, Houston absolutely stopping Vancouver after Vancouver beat Washington. And then Houston beating Atlanta 3-2 and and what is my game to rewatch I thought it was super close and fun game between I think two teams that like um I, I still despite Atlanta having a rough stage like they beat their team they couldn't beat in London earlier this week and they've looked better with this uh new roster they've got new players they've got and sitting at two and three they've got a really important match against the Gladiators this upcoming week they unfortunately could not squeeze one past houston who i think is also looking really good in this meta um pelican uh who's joe's mvp of the week sorry to steal that thunder from you joe uh <laughs> looked really good this weekend and same so with dante same with dante dante also looked great so um yeah that was a really fun game and now it's just gonna be i mean they've all been just like five map bangers between all these teams that are still have to qualify and now we get even more of that this week i think the summer showdown has played uh played through almost pretty perfectly as far as suspense goes because just we got three teams who aren't in right now that could possibly still make it uh, along with four teams that could still be out of it so yeah, anything to talk about with any of these any of these teams or any of these matches, Joe? Yeah, other than yeah, um, like you mentioned, Highlight Pelican uh, just for a, a really good week for Houston, um, and you know uh, when they, when they needed it. I mean, uh, you know, it's, uh, beating Atlanta definitely you know uh, helped keep them alive, uh, and now uh, at least a win ahead of of uh, the cutoff there in the standings. Um, uh, and it's it's going to be uh, a tricky one against Washington here uh, for them next week as well. But uh, yeah, scrolling through here real quick. Um, yeah, that may be <laughs> you know the, the the substance of it there. Uh, Vancouver Washington was a nice game too. Um, um, you know, going all the way and and <laughs> finally Vancouver pulling that one out. But uh, I think they may. Um, actually, no. That's that's something different. Never mind. But it, it was a good match too. Um, and, and yeah, there's lots of lots of implications for this coming week. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, which uh, you know, I'll, I, I can kind of take us through right now. Actually, I, the, there's these three teams who are the Glads, Ma'am, Excelsior. The way the schedule worked out, the Ma'am and Excelsior are basically probably going to play each other for the final spot in. Um, let's be honest. It's probably going to be the final spot in. Depends on if if London and Atlanta win, then things are a little more tricky. Um, but Florida and New York both play Paris earlier in the week, which should be a win for both of them. Uh, but who knows? Paris has been steadily improving and could grab an upset against either of them. Uh, but that would be a disaster for either of those teams. Might be elimination right there. I don't know. But 
would be a disaster. Um, and as, if the Glads beat the Rain, then Florida and New York will be playing for their tournament life as the final match this week. Um, you have other you have other teams like London and Atlanta. Atlanta only plays the Gladiators. That match is huge. Um, they can honestly just take it to five maps, and uh, they'll they'll pretty they'll be close to pretty safely in. Uh, the Glads need to win three zero or three one to stay in it, and they also need a bunch of other things to happen. Um, there are two like routes. I think they would prefer if I think the easiest route for the Glads is they win three zero or three one, and then London loses to to Toronto without it going to five maps, and they just take the spot over London right then and there if that happens um, there's another way of getting in and it involves Paris beating Mayhem or Excelsior and uh, and then Excelsior beating Mayhem or uh, something like that basically um, so yeah those are the two routes there obviously Houston Vancouver they're still not officially in yet but they have three points so I think it's going to be extremely hard for those two teams to to miss out here uh, I don't even know what would have to happen. Maybe Florida or New York would take whoever wins between those two would take that spot if they get the map differential. It just feels like Vancouver basically only needs to win one map and they're in. They could even lose their game to Boston. Like they're just super ahead of map differential and have three points. So there's a bunch of different scenarios here. We're going to know a lot more after the very first NA game, which is between Gladiators and Atlanta. So yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend, Joe lots lots up for grabs i don't think i don't think it's gotten this complicated right before a tournament before this year so it's gonna be exciting Whew. uh oh yeah my mvp is smurf uh, on soul dynasty i think he's been great in this meta that's my last thing about this week anything else joe um yeah, I, I think uh, it's a, a good uh, sort of middle tournament week. But yeah, I think at this point our eyes are uh, fixed firmly ahead to see how <laughs> how things end up shaking down. Um, yeah, because it's it's gonna be a doozy. Oh yeah, um, we gotta predict some big games here. Okay, uh, and we are tied. By the way, in Pickums, Joe has come back again. I get, we've kind of just been teeter tottering here. I came, I was in the lead. Joe came back. I came back again, and now Joe has come back again, and we're tied. So yeah, we'll continue our Pickums later in the show after our one piece of news, which is actually pretty big, and I guess relates to someone I know. So we can, I can talk about that for a bit. Um, yeah, that is, I hope you could. <laughs> yeah. And that is the Boston Uprising um, letting head coach Lori go, uh, which is it's sad to see and surprising to see. I was expecting um, them to at least wait till the end of the season and see what Lori could do. Uh, but yeah, this is just uh, I, I really am enjoying like all the punk one memes coming out of this, <laughs> um, like the idea that every time punch punk gets benched he sends someone to the shadow realm and this time it was lori <laughs> himself um which by the way that <laughs> as someone around it that's not probably what actually happened obviously um yeah lori has he's probably just been on thin ice since he got there almost um 
he is one of those coaches. I don't know what his coaching style was this year, but last year he was a very tough coach, very strict, that Korean mindset almost. Um, and when you're losing and you have that mindset, people will get very angry, obviously, on your team. It, they're like, why are you... Why are you being so strict? Why are we practicing so much? Why do we have hours of VOD review and we are still losing? Like, we need to change something. This has been so stressful and it's not working. Um, according to people I've talked to in the organization still throughout this year, Lori had tried to change and you had to give him props for that, obviously. Um, I think there were a lot of things he did that were in that first year that were not super professional or super smart. It was working hard rather than smart. And uh, according to, to people I'm uh, still friends with in the organization, they said that he he made that change this year. He he really improved and he didn't um, and he, he knew that it didn't work out last year. So he needed to make some changes and he needed to, you know, find exactly what will work for this team. And, and obviously, uh, despite him making the change and despite trying his hardest, it didn't really work out for the uprising this year as they just they've just stunk just just playing out they've stunk um and there are definitely some questionable like roster situations and moves and starting lineups were weird at points and all this stuff was happening and i think a lot of fans last straw here with punk getting replaced again this time by mag um and i will say that i don't think it's Lori that's doing that um, I think there are other people, that, other coaches, other GMs and stuff like that there that are picking picking Mag up for a reason. You know, they want to try something different because while Punk is great and while I think Punk is uh, helps the team out more sometimes, maybe they just want to like figure out what will push them to that next level because so far while punk's been doing great the uprising haven't been like shining stars you know so maybe they're just trying to shuffle some things around don't think it was Lori's fault necessarily but yeah uh, long story short like i just think Lori was pro it was probably his time at the end of this season if there wasn't any major improvements throughout the countdown cup um i think it was definitely his time anyway so yeah, Uprising just moving on from Lori just slightly earlier than I thought they would, honestly. Um, which is sad. Still love still love Lori. Um he was he was super fun to hang out with, uh, despite, you know, maybe his coaching style just didn't work out, didn't meld with the uprising. Um but yeah, any additional comments, Joe? Yeah, it's um I, I like I said, I I knew you'd have uh, a good perspective of that. Um um from your experience but yeah um it, it will it will definitely be interesting to see um if or how uh you know the public is able to notice a difference in in, in roster plays or any of these, these kinds of things uh if we are going to see a lot more punk um even after having signed mag you know it's, it's hard to say um but uh yeah, it's uh, uh, one one important note, even from today as we're recording, uh, in an otherwise relatively quiet week. Oh yeah, um, and it is worth noting as well that uh, Askoft is going to be the interim head coach, or just the head coach for the rest of the year, I guess, uh, as they said in the statement. Which uh, I'm good friends with him as well as Lori, so I'm I'm happy for him that he does he gets a shot as well. 
sad that Lori uh, that they they're moving on from Lori, but um, should be interested to see where Askoff takes it. I do know for a fact that Lori, at least when I was there, was fully the strategic guy, fully like this is what we're going to do. While Askoff was more focused on um, mechanical teachings and stuff like that, just like individual player work almost, where he was like, this is what you should do in this situation, or I think this ability would have been better than doing this, or stuff like that. Um, so it'll be super interesting. I, I, I don't know what types of strategies or who he would play, stuff like that. It'll be interesting to see what he does as head coach for sure, Joe, as you mentioned. So I mean, I'm excited, uh, excited for sure to see what Askoff can do uh, and see if see if Punk's back in. They play Vancouver this week. Uh, they are completely eliminated, by the way. Map differential is too bad. So they might as well just try to do something wacky at this point. Uh, could be fun. Uh, but yeah, let's get into predictions because that's all we got for the news. Um, as I mentioned, our, our first pick is a game I mentioned before to be one of the most important this weekend. It's Atlanta versus the Gladiators. Uh, this classic rivalry is returning, and this time it's not to play um, for the championship game. It's to play to get into the tournament, even, to qualify, uh, which is a peculiar peculiar situation for these two teams that have not been there yet, that's for sure. Uh, we are tied so I'll, I can go first on the first two. Joel will go first on the second two. Uh, the reason I say that is because it's obvious who I'm picking. It's the LA Gladiators, <laughs> the team I win, I, I, the team I work for, and the team that I, I'm confident um, with space in now uh, is looking better, and they're looking to hone a strategy and get into Toronto because I think they're confident if they just get in, uh, they can really figure out uh, really work on this in this meta and really work with this lineup they got going now. All right, Joe, who you got, Atlanta or LA? Yeah, the uh, San Francisco Shock, Dallas Fuel, Houston Outlaws, Toronto Defiance, uh, Paris Eternal. Um, I'm, I'm not reading the, uh, the the standings off of the Overwatch League website. I'm reading the uh, match schedule that the LA Gladiators have had this month. Um, uh, and it's not been pretty. I, I, I haven't seen like a strength of schedule analysis, but it's been a rough month for the Gladiators. Um, but a, a lot of those uh, factors, I, I think, are <laughs> you know definitely uh, at least partially to, to uh, contribute by this by this um, schedule. Uh, we, we saw their, you know, their potential solid trio of, of Paris. Um, granted, is is you know the team on the other end of the spectrum in North America, um, but this one may uh, may well be a much much closer and much more exciting game uh, for where the LA Gladiators truly are. Um, you know, in, in this in this particular meta in this particular setup, um, the, the, yeah, I'm 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 leaning towards them in this matchup as well. Um, I've got them, I think, in five maps, winning it over Atlanta. Um, um, uh, but but yeah, the, certainly we know um, if you've been on Overwatch League or Overwatch community uh, Twitter or Reddit or whatever over the last couple of days, you've seen all the the hypotheticals about how the LA Gladiators can make it. Uh, and it starts with a win over Atlanta, um, uh, ideally as as um, decisive of one as they can get. Oh yeah, they need a three zero or three one, any three two or or a loss, obviously, and they they are out. Um, 
So, yeah, this is a big moment for the Glads. Uh, and I will I'll go on a slight rant that Reddit is just really caden on the Glads right now. And I'm with you, Joe. Look at the schedule and look at the results. And you can't just look at uh, Glads losing to Dallas, Houston. You have to look at the map score and remember what happened. Like, Glads played Dallas maybe the closest that anyone has played Dallas this entire stage. Um, in that 3-2 crazy, crazy game. Houston Glads also five maps, four maps against the Shock, but four really close maps and one of the closest push push matches ever. Um, and then Toronto, who's been absolutely fantastic. I mean, kind of just get boomed, um, but also a very close game. You especially get boomed when you're getting spawn camped in Dorado and there's no way out. Um, and then obviously Par a win against Paris is just, that's the weakest part of your... In my opinion, that's one of the weakest weakest signifiers of how good this team is. You look at the other ones, and I think they're they're better than a good amount of teams in this meta. Um, a lot of people hating on Plat Chat for putting Glads like fifth in NA still in their power rankings. I think it's hard to argue against that, to be honest. Like, I think they've faced four of the top teams in this summer showdown, and they played really close against all of them, so... It's they've just been so close. They haven't been winning that mental battle this time around, which, you know, it's so important. I think they were winning that mental battle almost every time in the previous two uh, stages. So hopefully they start to get there uh, with this one against Atlanta or game against Atlanta. Up next, we got the Shock versus Dallas, which is another really exciting match on the same exact day. Uh, the top two dogs, the top two teams in this meta facing off in NA, uh, which could be a championship preview for the summer showdown. I am going to pick Shock, Joe. Um, and I'm sad to pick Shock because I, I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't like the Shock. I don't like them that much. And I, I usually root against them, and I probably will be rooting against them here. But... The Shock are just so good this year, especially in regular season games where there's not as much pressure. Like, they're just so good and so good in this meta. So I'm going to pick them. Um, and I'm scared. It's just not... It might not even be close. It might be a 3-0 or something, which is sad. But, yeah, I'm going to pick Shock. Who you got, Joe? Yeah, I think I think it's going to be close. I, I have I have confidence that we can get two very exciting games front-loaded on a, on a Friday evening. Um... Um, but yeah, I think the San Francisco Shock are, are going to take the their 20-game win streak, uh, best in league ever in league history, and make it 21 uh, <laughs> on this this Friday night. Because um, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be exciting. Uh, the Dallas Field definitely have um, what it takes to take this win. But yeah, it's if, uh, you got to lean into uh, you got to lean into the Dallas or to the San Dan Francisco Shock. I can't talk. Um, uh, and see, you know, just how far how far they're gonna go. Yeah, it's. I think they could go all the way. Nothing. They're the only ones stopping them. This this meta, unless Dallas is actually really good, we'll see. This is gonna be an exciting uh, matchup. All right, up next, Joe's got first. Now we're gonna go to our one and only APAC game, and it's Shanghai versus Seoul. Another top two teams facing off this time in APAC. Who do you think it is? Who's the best APAC team in this meta, Joe? Shanghai or Seoul? 
Yeah, talk about exciting games this week. Um, it's just going to keep delivering and keep delivering. Um, uh, and and in this um, match, maybe it, maybe it's an upset. I don't know. It's hard to hard to tell because um, uh, we haven't seen it yet. But uh, I, I think my my pick here for the Soul Dynasty um, is is like I said, maybe. maybe Maybe controversial, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> but uh, another good match, literally a Clash of Titans. I'm, I'm very glad that um, um, yeah, we do get the, the full round robin and eight back every month um, because it, it's it's going to be excellent. <laughs> I think we'll we will um, you know deserve that match for sure after um, uh, after a month of, of Junker Queen. But, uh, but, but yes, uh, leading into the the Soul Dynasty here for this pick, um, uh, maybe they'll they'll round out this um, month undefeated. Yeah, I don't blame you with that. But I I think it's going to be a very very close game. I I guarantee this one goes five maps. But I'm going to go with the Shanghai Dragons, not only to spice it up a bit, but I, I just do I do think they're looking really good in this meta. I think both these teams are looking really good in this meta. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see this matchup. I'll go Shanghai uh, to win this one in like five. Uh, and then last is Toronto versus London. Very exciting game between a London team that uh, the, their two losses last weekend have them in a spot where this game has it's become pretty much a must win unless some other things fall in place for them we'll know at the t- at the time of this matchup what london need to do as of now it's looking like they need to win um while they're trying to defy it they don't need to as much which could play in london's favor toronto already made it to toronto uh so they they don't really need to win this game they're only playing for seeding at this point uh so that could definitely play into this game. Do you think it plays into it enough? Will you pick London to, to beat Toronto here? Or do you think Toronto's just the better team in this meta, Joe? Yeah, I, I'll just jump into it. I will not uh, pick London to pick to beat Toronto uh, in this match. Yeah, I think uh, uh, the the five or the four and one Toronto defiant this month, uh, which imagine saying that a couple weeks ago, we <laughs> um, will will become the five and one Toronto defiant. Um, and you know, right up there, like um, maybe even, um, in fact, mathematically, like certain, if they do that, it'll be they'll get one of those top four seeds. Um, although I guess it doesn't matter because it's I'm, I'm still thinking about the the midseason madness tournament. Top four seed mattered, um, but regardless, um, to, to to finish that out for Toronto, well, yeah, it would just be super excellent uh, for them as a team and certainly as you know the home team of this tournament. Um, um, but, but yeah, London will put up a fight, but uh, um, not one that I think uh, Toronto will be prepared for. Yeah, I'm also going to go Toronto here, Joe, and it's, you know, it, it might be biased again because <laughs> Gladiators really would like Toronto to win this game. Um, but I, I do think Toronto's better than London in this meta. London definitely, you know, they didn't look like insanely bad last week, but they definitely looked a little shaky, which is a little bit, it's a bit scary for London fans. Uh, obviously um at last week so yeah we'll see we'll see what happens but I, i'm gonna go toronto i'm i'm slamming toronto as well um but yeah that's all we got for this week's episode unless you have anything else joe yeah i think that should be it other you know again just lots of lots of 
big momentous matches this week uh, in a way that definitely was not the case uh, a month ago. So that's that's an advantage of uh, um, <laughs> this, you know, one month tournament style, I suppose. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I I think I think everyone likes this one month. Last the the mid season madness was just not as fun. Uh, at least the qualifiers weren't as fun as these qualifiers. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for this episode. If you want to follow us on social media, my Twitter's at jwgeorgiv and Joe's is at kirkpatrick underscore inc. That's inc. Our show's Twitter is at on the flank show. If you're listening to this in one way. And you want to listen to it in a different way, go to on-the-flank.pinecast.co or on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy this suspenseful and fun last weekend of summer showdown qualifiers. <laughs>